If you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed. If you do read it, you're misinformed. Hmm. Uh, what do you do? That's the great question. <laughs> what is the long-term effect of too much information? Hello and welcome back to the Wine Jar Cynics Podcast. I am Dio. It's Gene. I am Mac and Kinnicks and Stoics out there. We are alarmed to tell you this breaking news. Um, earlier today, there was reports of a massive right-wing militia being formed in the Cascades, the Pacific Northwest of the United States. They are forming. They have tanks. They have somehow access to aircraft. Uh, and we have had reports that they actually have a Navy that is currently en route to the Gulf of Mexico. This is no joke. This very well could be the last stand and the end of the Republic. Which we stand. One nation. Under God. Individable. <laughs> I, thought it was, I thought it was indivisible. Uh, yeah, indivisible. Well, you know what's funny? Around. You know those? <laughs> indivisible. Oh, my God. You know, I think in California they outlawed that, by the way, the uh, Pledge of Allegiance. Of course they did. Of course they did. Just like, get, give me a, that, that's a game you should play. Do a, a thing that's American. Uh, California Bandit. Yeah, just sweeping fucking thing. Right okay. There. All right, the, the, okay. the point of that charade, charade that we were playing tomato, on. Tomato, tomato, right? Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> this, this episode is about. Oh, no, no. They like to say a new medium of misinformation. The sinister sounds of podcasts. If you believe that, thank you. And it's funny because it's got, <laughs> they have Joe Rogan's face on it. <laughs> Joe Rogan behind the same, on a sci-fi wall. Sci- sci-fi no channel. Like, okay, I get it. No one likes sci-fi. Well, I mean. S-Y-F-Y. They used they used to be pretty fucking good back in the day. But anyway, they're just saying, um, yeah, in the drawn aftermath of the U.S. election, millions that was losing face in Fox News, why wasn't it covering more allegations of voter fraud? Yes, the network was a joke. And so we turned to alternative sources of information, podcasts like Bannon's War Room, hosted by alt-right figure Steve Bannon, which regularly broadcast baseless claims about ballot dumps and illegal voters. And an old favorite of his, the right-wing Catholic podcast, The Taylor Marshall Show. And in the U.S., Australia, and across the Anglosphere, people regularly spend hours with strangers talking directly into their ears. Around one-third of the Australian news, news consumers are reported to be podcast listeners, and indications are that numbers have grown during the pandemic. Yet the role of podcasts in the information ecosystem has gone largely unexamined. While the alt-right figures have been increasingly chased off Facebook and Twitter, podcasting is shaping up as the next arena where the fight over questionable or dangerous content will play out. However, the problem of how moderate audio con- content is pr- is proving thorny. So I want to pause right there. So one thing it's to a, note there is is very much um, that this 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 seems to me to to be about controlling the narrative. And you know what's funny? No, no. I just want to say something. The fact that they have to uh, include that. They deplatform people and they're moving. It, it almost sounds like they understand. No, they don't understand that they're they're the problem. Problem, but they're saying it. It's just they're showing. It's a very t- lacking of self awareness. Yeah, they're lacking self awareness because you're essentially <clears throat> saying that you kind of chased them out. Okay, maybe you shouldn't chase people out, and then they won't. So they they know they're at war. They're just convinced they're the good guys, and that's what I'm saying. Is it come? It's it's all about controlling the narrative. So there's there's a thing for anybody if you're listening to us and you've you've heard any sort of centrist or fucking 
anything or libertarian, like, or anything to the right of like fucking Bernie Sanders talk. Um, very much there's this this idea that um, as as you originally there was the mainstream media, and they became quickly compromised and influenced by the dollar. Um, they they have moved progressively left, and they're more accepting to left talking points. Whereas on the the right has been more and more. Um, I don't want to say ostracized, but but excluded from the dialogue. So, and they like that because you know they want to they want to be the authority on something. And so the mainstream had a huge problem when social media popped up, and people started saying whatever the hell they wanted to say. Some of it true, some of it false, some of it somewhere in between. So then there started to be these pushbacks <laughs> against social media, and uh, you know. That's been the big thing for the last couple of years is disinformation on social media. doesn't mean disinformation. It means are you following the correct narrative? Now there's this world of podcasts, which podcasts, despite having been out for quite a while, longer than YouTube, I think. Is it? Are podcasts older than YouTube? I feel like they are. Yeah, I, I, I imagine I, so. Yeah, because they came out with iPods, right? Podcasts started Yeah, Apple, Apple thing, Podcasts, right? yeah. Yeah, so they've been out... Despite that, they've never really been, they've never been regulated. Because anybody with a fucking microphone, this is kind of like the equivalent of like how ham radio was back in the day. We had like fucking coast to coast and shit, right? Anybody can hop on and say anything, um, <clears throat> which is good. This is a good thing. Inherently, this is a fucking good and thing. And I think we were talking about this, you and me, Mac. Um, in a free society, people are going to have all sorts of ideas mm -hmm. and then eventually i mean hopefully i mean people that's the thing about uh podcasts this is secondary supplementary information and i don't know why people come to podcasts thinking that this is the source of everything and and that's a bad mindset to have and to begin with i mean it depends on the subject I yeah guess. if you if you're commentary or something obviously it's it's not but if you're like i mean fucking take all i'm trying to say is take Everything with a grain of salt no, and do your own is, research. This is the, it's not just podcast. Every fucking thing that knocks at the door of your fucking brain before it gets in, you should examine before you allow it to run rampant through your head. Not just, yeah, podcast, anything. Anything your you name, even you your neighbor might book. say something. It's like, you yeah, fucking I, hear I think it'll rain. Talking on the subway. I think it'll rain tomorrow. Southern rain. It's like, you. <laughs> you go out <laughs> and then you go you with your uh, poncho and everything, your rain boots. Wait a minute, Dave said it's going to rain. Well, maybe, you know what? Maybe Dave didn't know. Maybe Dave thought it was going to rain because he saw some kind of... He had a dream. Yeah, he had a rain. dream or something, right? <laughs> His old knee was acting up, freezing up. Here, here's, here's the thing. if some A good litmus test is if somebody provides you with a perspective or facts or anything like that, and they actively discourage you from seeking to, to, to research it and do your own discovery... Generally, they're full of shit. Obviously, there's exceptions to this rule, but generally somebody who fucking is encouraging free thought and, and freedom of speech and free exchange of ideas, they're going to tell you to research it. And it's okay if you disagree with me. That is fine. If somebody is outright like, no, don't go look at this other person's stuff, then it, odds are they have something to hide. I can I can go very far back in history <laughs> and show that there's a the, there's a concentrated effort by people to control information. 
The person who controls information, the group that controls information, controls society. They control the fucking ebb and flow and the public opinion. There is so much power in fucking information and knowledge. I mean, that's why information warfare is a thing and propaganda and disinformation campaigns. And it's why it's so fucking beautiful that anyone that has enough money to buy a microphone can do a podcast, even if they're completely full of shit. It's not because it gives them power. It's because the more fucking voices you have, the more it decentralizes and takes concentrated power away from the people who have traditionally had it. Let's oh, oh wait before I forget. Let's bring up uh, Joe Rogan just because I remember we um I was talking to you about this deal. When's he gonna be on the show? Isn't it like <laughs> next week? Try and get Two him weeks. like yeah. Oh, he has an answer. I speak about <laughs> it very casually. But, um. Trying to squeeze him in next week. I don't know if we, we got, got a big lineup that. though. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get that other microphone set up. <laughs> yeah. Right now it's uh <laughs> holding the trash. No, but um, I, th- I think um Dr. Todd Grande. Remember Todd Grande, the uh, I think he's a therapist. But anyway, he was ta- he was talking about Joe Rogan being dangerous because he has unscientific ideas. And you know, Doctor Todd Grande is a he's a shrink, right? He's all about every, uh, scientifically informed videos. He's a good uh, he's a very interesting YouTuber. But that's he was just doing an analysis on that. But I was thinking, who uh, who actually goes to Joe Rogan for? scientific insight i mean you have him talking about talking to bob lazar right convicted felon right about about um many things with like uh, grav anti-gravity um propulsion systems right but he doesn't have them and he has like theoretical physicists like he he has like a very interesting set of guests some with very low knowledge and some with high knowledge like it's a very weird discrepancy between some of the people and their uh, credentials and their all I'm trying to say is that how ca- I don't know I really doubt many people are going to Joe Rogan for knowledge and truth. I think it's just because he's entertaining. I don't think Joe Rogan has ever claimed himself to be any sort of fucking no our, our arbiter of truth. Yeah, probably the says only, the opposite more than that. The only thing he's qualified to really deliver hard hitting, truthful, factual information is how to do a spinning back kick. <laughs> exactly. I'd, I'd, I'd take him as an authority on that. No, no, but that's why I was disagreeing with uh, talk, Dr. Todd Grande's um, assessment of this because I'm thinking, um, yeah, I don't think many. How well, many people? The problem is Todd Grande's a nerd and he doesn't <laughs> understand Joe Rogan's audience. Yeah, most people. He's uh, taking it from too much of his own perspective. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And for somebody who is very, how do I say it, who should be intuitive and very. Um, how do I say it? Um, who's somebody who should understand other people's thought processes in general? As somebody yeah. who does ther, uh, I think he's a therapist. That's a weird, weird take to have. I think he just doesn't like how some of the stuff he has on there is unscientific. But then again, it's a podcast. I it's not. It's po- not. Yeah, it's. It's a podcast. It's not supposed to be meant to be. It's not the news. It's not. <laughs> yeah, it's not the news. First of all. But the news isn't even the fucking news. Yeah, news yeah, exactly. News, he, he's but not like, but he's not the arbiter of knowledge from yeah, all it's the. It's not. Not a. It's like he's. It's channel, like not like a. Maybe I don't know how old he is, but it's like he's giving him too much. He's putting him on a pedestal, which I understand. Maybe he's mad that sometimes he has such a giant fan base and he has a lot well, of. See, that it comes influence. across as hating. Then it yeah, comes exactly. across as just being jealous, kind of. 
That's it you, to, yeah, exactly. That video. That's how he sounds to me. Because mm-hmm. I mean, when when you say stuff like that, oh, unscientific opinions. Well, no fucking shit. So is the History Channel. Yeah, <clears throat> but I mean, like, yeah. Why doesn't he attack the History Channel while he's at it too? Fucking, you know, no, probably not. Rogan probably shit stomps the History Channel, but still. Of course, no. Of course he does. I just be, but, but no, no. But I mean, still, it's like he's 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 just kind of pissy about it, and and you hear this argument a lot. That's unscientific. You're giving a platform to non-scientific thing. What's unscientific about it? See, even even fucking scientists are getting behind this shit. Science is not a fucking religion, man. It's a method. And honestly, the scientific method, it feels like it's stagnated in some instances. Like if somebody comes with a crazy fucking theory, then okay, just prove it. And that's that. Like, that's that. If fucking Joe Rogan has somebody on and they're talking about like fucking, you know, uh, advanced civilizations that existed before the younger, what's it called? Younger dry, driest event. Right. Okay. It's because they found evidence for it. Just prove it. And well, I'm just laughing and just because I can imagine him raging. Um, and mind you, I can imagine him raging when Joe Rogan's talking about Bigfoot and the dinosaur in um, the Congo. But mind He's you, like, at, at least on YouTube, there's a, a comment section. And everyone looks at the comments. Yeah, fucking dig in. And the, and they also. Well, and you don't, I'm, you don't I'm even a, have to do your own research in a lot of ways. You just like somebody else will do it for you. And, and some people will. and a lot of people when they comment if, on if it. If he's that wrong, someone will say something. No, it's not even that. If you're talking about shit like that, all right, I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Stuff like Bigfoot, right? Diablo avocados. Well, what, what's the old saying? Fucking absence of evidence is not evidence of absence. I, I'm sorry. Like, okay, is there Bigfoot? Probably not. But you can't prove. He doesn't exist. You know what I'm saying? You can only prove he does exist. And the longer it goes without proof that he exists, the more likely it is he doesn't exist. But you can't prove scientifically that something doesn't exist. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I I guess you can, but it's very difficult to do. Yeah. Like you would have to. For the existence of some other species. Yeah, it can be tough. Well, I'm, and and again, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate. This has happened before. People have been like, "Oh, yeah, this I saw doesn't this, exist," and then eventually they find something yeah. like, "Oh, oh, this there's is legends weird. of that. That doesn't exist. Bullshit. Gorillas. Gorillas were fucking like, that's nonsense. That's just the natives telling tall tales." And then they found fucking gorillas in the jungle, right? Fucking the Tasmanian tiger. That was one. Yeah. So it legitimately it, it, has happened. It has happened, and but because that's science. Science is not in the business of proving. That shit doesn't exist. It's in the business of validating theories and proving that things do exist. So, like, for example, this is science. You find fucking weird remains in the forest and you think it's Bigfoot. You run a whole shit ton of tests on it until you figure out what it is. You you know what I mean? Because even if you don't know what it is, all the tests come back. We don't know what it is. You still don't know if it's fucking Bigfoot. (laughs) Right? Could be Sasquatch. Could be Sasquatch. Could be Yeti. <laughs> Could be his cousin. <laughs> anyway, the, uh, the whole different an- tribe. <laughs> another point that I want to bring up, just because most of this comes from the the article from the Guardian that's talking about this, right? No, misinformation, right? Guardian. Fucking is, like they know about misinformation. <laughs> no, no, but okay, that's the thing though. Fucking so there, a lot of the issues are not only is it misinformation, but they're also providing a pedestal for questionable views. If there is a center to fight over the podcast moderation, it is the Joe Rogan experience. Spotify signed the popular podcast hosted by, you know who it is, 
is Joe Rogan. Before he joined Spotify, Rogan interviewed far-right figures such as Stefan Molyneux and Milo Yiannopoulos, who had been banned from YouTube and Facebook respectively for hate speech and arguably gave others a big break. Kish, a medical worker in Australia, started listening to the show when Rogan still broadcast from what he seems to be from his home office. It was an intimate, a bit transgressive. I felt like this third, like a like the third wheel, being able to listen to his conversations. That's all good podcast. He would by the way. he would have with his friends. He said, but because he became more critical of how Rogan treated health issues, especially when he thought. The show was giving guests a pedestal to sell their snake oil. The whole COVID issue really pushed it over the edge, he says. Okay. What is what has he said against COVID? Rogan. Um, I'm gonna keep going. At the beginning of the pandemic, Kish appreciated it when Rogan hosted a respected epidemiologist who spoke about the simple ways of how to stay safe and outline how here's the thing though, I think he's attributing attributing Joe Rogan certain like how do we say it? Um He's giving. It's almost as if he he feels well, like Joe who Rogan. Who is this guy? It's uh, just a medical worker, I guess. And he just, I don't know why they're into. Well, who the fuck are you? Are you some <laughs> fucking RN who got fucking your learn how to do fucking medical paperwork in a goddamn strip mall or some the, shit? The opinion like, is like who not the, that who the fuck are you, what, man? What, it's, it's really not a strong. It's a strange opinion, opinion to have because <laughs> first of no, all, they're, they're just abusing. I know what they're doing. Joe Rogan. This it, whole article. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, I know what it comes. To. It's the fucking Guardian. This is what it is. It's just propaganda. Joe Rogan doesn't like boys fighting girls. He's bad. No, yeah. no, no. And I think it's weird how they're trying to give him this role as if he has to. He has to have this role because he's so big. It's kind of like celebrities. It's like, oh, it's a hit piece. It's like, it yeah, is. exactly. And it's a hit piece. And it's Fucking like, Rogan has actively fought against that shit. And also, like, he refuses to engage with that. It's like crap. people. It's like people who are celebrities. It's like, no, 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 no. You have to spread political messages because it's your duty. It's your obligation. No, it's not. He has a podcast. He talks about enter- random stuff, entertaining or not. But it shouldn't be seen well, as a. He- wo- Here's the shit that they they can't get Rogan actually for a lot of shit that he says. Like I said, the only thing that they really have taken issue with Rogan himself saying was when he had a problem with fucking trans women fighting other women in the uh, MMA. Yes, and then Andy was. That's about it. So the main thing, the main argument I've heard against Rogan is that they try to make him accountable for what his guests have to say when he brings them on the fucking show. That's that's the main gripe because they know they can't like Rogan's moderate left like pretty fucking hardcore. He leans pretty hard left on a lot. I of don't know why they call him right wing. He even said it himself. He's <clears throat> he was raised by hippies. All most con- hardcore conservatives don't smoke weed. I, I and well, there's another thing. This is honestly why a lot of the mainstream really fucking despise Rogan because you can't put him in a box really fucking easily. Yeah, he's just. He just does what the fuck he wants. He just wrote. He's, he's just unimpressed by yeah, what other people have to you say. You can't about pigeonhole it. him. He's just not. I, I don't know. Libertarian, centrist. I mean, he's 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 a hundred percent in the fucking nineties. He would have voted fucking Democrat. Probably through most of the two thousands, he would have fucking voted Democrat. Like the guy is pretty fucking progressive on a lot of shit. Genuinely, oh, he's, oh, I, he's pretty fucking progressive. Every time on I'm on YouTube, someone <laughs> says, "All right, name a progressive view." Then, <laughs> name what? Name name one progressive view he has. That always I always get one into that game. View? Yeah, a progressive view. Because I remember we were talking about Tim Pool, and it's like, ah, Tim Pool, 
He's a freaking right wing grifter. No, he's not, man. Tim Pool's got plenty of Tim Pool's pretty progressive. But they too. ask, but they, he asked me, "What's one of his progressive views?" See, this is this <laughs> comes down to the fucking every everything. Literally, he's. I I think both Tim Pool and Rogan are are in favor of like Medicare for all and fucking <clears throat> fuck what what other shit they got. They're pretty fucking anti fucking like police brutality. They're pretty fucking uh, pro fucking like. Uh, gay rights and shit like they they generally are the main thing is that they just i both of them appear right wing because they are really anti-authoritarian which we were just talking about this earlier most people on the left from like the fucking 90s and early 2000s they're all against against authoritarianism from capitalism from these giant corporations from the man well from the right yeah because the fucking right back in the 90s was from from like the the Reagan fucking time, right? Good old American values, you know, like they they, they fucking they were super against it because you had these super conservative Christians fucking ramming shit down your throat, telling you how to think and what music to listen to and what video games to play and all this other crap. And so and they, what books to read as well. Yeah, they they literally were banning books and shit. PTA meetings would be like, this book is terrible. The kids can't read it. Fucking, it's so too th- violent. The, the left was fucking like, nah, fuck you, man. We just want to live our life, right? And fucking, they were they were fighting against that. And so a lot of these people that they call fucking right wing grifters were pretty fucking progressive on most views. They just don't like the authoritarian. Well, there was a pendulum shift. A pendulum shift, as you said. Uh, pendulum went the other way. Well, as as they get, what it is is as they start to get more power and fucking the culture starts to change. They want more power. Whatever side it is, it's the horseshoe theory. More, more power theory. and the, the fastest, it's not even more power, it's retaining more power. And the best way to retain it is fucking authoritarianism. It's control. I'm going to control the way everybody thinks and does shit, and then I'll stay in control. I'll stay in power. Okay, let's go on the last part. So what should be done? Despite his Executions. Criti- <laughs> despite his criticism of, of oh, Rogan, Kish doesn't think Joe Rogan's show should- Fuck you, Kish. He, th- he doesn't think Joe Rogan's show should be moderated or removed. Okay, that's good. Yeah, maybe maybe give him <laughs> a no, benefit you, of the doubt before you read, try to read execute faster, him. Gene. <laughs> <laughs> I blame you for this. I apologize. I'm doing Gene. it because I want to give you guys a heart attack. Though he says it should be scrutinized. He likes yeah. the way Twitter labels tweets by public figures as misinformation, but is unsure where we should draw the line. If he still somehow found his content to be moderated, I think the free publicity it would bring to his podcast and notoriety can only contribute to more listeners, Kish says of Rogan. I think that's bullshit. In Amelia's view, removing shows that traffic is in this. What the dis- fuck is Amelia? I don't know the fuck. Uh, yeah, we, we just I, I skipped pulling, half. Oh, okay, I, I skipped half of it. That's why. I thought they were pulling random people <laughs> out the fucking. What do you think, Kish? Who the fuck is Kish? <laughs> Fuck is Amelia. <laughs> Who the hell is Amelia? Hey, lady, what's your name? Amelia. I get questions <laughs> to ask you for a Guardian article. That's that's how the uh, the Guardian writes articles, though. That's the experts. Who's Amelia? Hey, you have, do, do you have a pulse? Hey, come here. <laughs> you seem like someone I want to interview. <clears throat> do you have a face? And <laughs> so you're a barista. Well, I think you understand how people work. <laughs> you deal with them regularly. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay i can't even read that the rest essentially um <laughs> what the fuck is twitter who, twitter 
Twitter's going to decide what's fucking misinformation or not. That is so <laughs> fucking stupid. Why does Twitter get to Why decide? does Twitter get to decide that? <laughs> Why? This is non this is an Who unbiased is Twitter? fucking Twitter. Who is Twitter? It's Jack Dorsey. We know how this podcast feel about Jack Dorsey. Ja- you let Don't Jack say Dorsey. It. Don't Jack say his Dorsey name. Gets Fuck to decide you, Jack what's true. Who is this guy? He's a fucking I don't know. You know, I don't know shit about Jack Dorsey. Who can tell me about Jack? Well, Dorsey? you know, he. Okay, oh, the story. The story. How is he, he be- like Zuckberg? Did he steal Twitter from someone? So a pr- uh, kind of. That's yeah. from Jesus that's from Christ. another day, actually. Um, from what I understand, Twitter was created by. Okay, so my understanding is that Dorsey, he did all the. He was a software uh, engineer slash developer. So he actually knows code. He actually knew how to code, and he coded and created the template for Twitter's Twitter okay. as a website. But his friend Knowles is the one who who, get, who pumped him up mm-hmm. into into promoting this okay. into not giving up not giving up Twitter okay. and making it um shine in the uh, the dawn of lighter if if so to say you know he 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 inspired him to go out with his idea even though Jack Dorsey wanted to um Damn. scrap the project scrape the project away or whatever yeah. the sweep it away just quit right okay. and he ended up betraying Noel Oh. I think it's his name, his is uh his, his best friend by the way. He was a good friend of him. They used to drink, and have fun after they uh after the, whatever they used to do. Mm. So yeah, essentially he is a traitor. He tra- he betrayed him. He betrayed his friend, for profit because one of the other investors, mm-hmm. they yeah it's a it's a long story. But essentially he's he's a backstabber from what I understand at least intuitively the way he is just it doesn't surprise me for some reason so so okay i know for a fact that jack dorsey is not like reading every tweet and being like fact not fact fact not fact no it's not yeah. it's, it's not him specifically but here's the thing he owns the company he has political leanings he hires people that have similar political leanings right and tim pool was talking about that he fucking not nobody at twitter is checking all the tweets and checking if they're facts or not, right? Is it fucking... They hired an outside company, right? The, the, who? Who is checking? Like, I, I, I hate to fucking make it like that, but who's fact-checking the fact-checkers? You know what I mean? Who's watching the Watchmen? Who? who? That is the question, though. Who is that, fucking... That is a- <clears throat> It doesn't make any sense. The, to me. The, the, the problem is that they're making themselves the arbiters of truth, and that is the problem. When you well, make yourself the arbiters of truth, exactly, and it, that's why I think Joe Rogan is not a big deal because he doesn't make himself. It's out so to much. Be, you know what? If you come across with that fucking badge of authority, I'm a fact checker. You are so much more dangerous, and you, the scope of your power is so much more dangerous than the first thing that was said, because you are coming with the veil of authority. Given to you by a fucking company, by a capitalist, money-driven fucking company, you're coming there to to, to you, you put this fucking shiny badge on you. I'm the fact checker, and, and then you just fucking decide, oh, that's not true, or that's mostly true. What the, what the fuck is mostly true? Missing. Or they context. use uh, they they play a semantics fucking, game. That's yeah. all they fucking do. But that's what yeah. I'm saying is like, who? How are we not mad about that as a people? When these people are coming with this fucking the, the illusion of authority, the illusion of fucking, I, I don't even fucking know. This is so full of shit. There's man. there's so many instances. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Just, Anything anybody could post is not half as dangerous as what the alleged fact checkers could fucking do. 
No, because and, they have the fucking veil of authority. And they're biased. Well, it's not even that they're biased. Even if they weren't biased, even if everything they said checked out, people are more likely to believe that because, oh, man, this fucking computer just popped up and said this isn't true. I guess it's not true. It could be 100 fucking percent true. It could be 100 percent fucking false. People are more like people are strongly influenced by these fact checkers is what I'm saying. So you have fucking... I mean, I don't fucking know. Dorsey's in charge of the whole yeah. fucking thing. He could have right, made wait. his own fact-checking yeah. by the, fucking by thing. By the way, Jack Dorsey, just before we forget this, because I, I wanted to orally cite my um, sources, just, I don't know, to feel better about myself. Um, Twitter chairman Jack Dorsey betrayed friend and co-worker founder Noah Glass by getting him oust, ousted from, the comp- from social media and microblogging company. And this is according to a book by a New, New York Times reporter Nick Bilton. So if you want to know and read that and then d- decide for yourself, decide for yourself. But for some reason, intuitively speaking, uh, it just seems like, I don't know why. He just has a very snaky vibe and face. This is just yeah, my lizard brain working. And just the way he, he's treating, the actions he's taken during all this, he's um, a fucking turd, all this has happened. He's a fucking turd. Anyway, um, go on. I just wanted to add that just so. I know. So okay, it's, well, so what very, should let's it, talk about so what should be done about misinformation? I think personally, people it has to do a lot with education. And first of all, I think people should already come in with the mind saying, okay, this is uh, that's, that's that's you know what? Actually, this is a point that goes to fucking everything culturally in our fucking issue. And I know I'm going to sound like Mister fucking conservative or something here, but no, here's the fucking issue: raise your fucking. Kids well, you're right. the most progressive guy now. That's right. No, really, I, f- I feel you are. I, f- I feel I do all right. But raise your kids right. Raise your kids right. If you're conservative. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. If you're conservative and you're worried about fucking like the gays infiltrating your kid's brain, raise your fucking kids right. You, you, the, you know, I've heard this be said before, but like fucking Hollywood should not be raising your kids. If you're on the left and you're worried about fucking, you know, influences by fucking Ben Shapiro and fucking Donald Trump or whatever, raise your kids right. Raise them how you want to fucking raise them. Raise them smart enough that they can smell bullshit. All around fucking... Skepticism. Yeah. Teach uh, teach your kids fucking to be skeptical. And maybe a little stoic, a little detached, maybe from... Take like everything with a grain of take, fucking salt, man. And that, also, maybe if, even a little bit cynical, understand the self-interested nature of people. If, if your kids just grow up looking at fucking screens all the fucking time, they're going to think that shit is just as real... Like, they've done studies on this, like porn, right? How porn fucking overloads your, your fucking brain chemicals. Because your your brain can't tell that it's not looking at a real chick right in front of you. Like, the reason your dick gets hard when you watch porn is because your brain's seeing a naked lady or guy, whatever fucking floats your boat. And, and you, it, it thinks you're about to get laid, right? Fucking, uh, it's the same shit when your kids are watching fucking... Peppa Pig or Peppa Pig, whatever the hell shit they're watching, like they they can't tell the difference. This bright colored animated shit. That's fucking. That's their friend. Their, their friend Pig, right? And then they get older and they fucking grow up with these screens and all the every person on the screen is familiar and friendly and you know basking in the warm glow of television. Don't let the fucking TV or the tablet raise your fucking child. Read a fucking book with them, <laughs> like you know. Hey, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's that fucking hard. I don't think it's that fucking hard. I think all the problems in the fucking world today 
would be solved in a generation if everyone just fucking raised their kids right. Take charge of your fucking household. Fucking raise your kids right. The programming is not working. No. Or it's maybe working, but not working well for... No. W- working out well for your kid. No. Your kid is going to believe a whole bunch more shit than you believe. And if you already believe a bunch of dumb shit... Like, look how we're conditioned already. Like I was saying, the fact checkers. Twitter... Like I said, how old is Twitter? 10 years old? 15 years old? Something around yeah, there. Yeah, around there. This fucking nerd in fucking college comes up with a fucking microblog thing. Fucking mass produces it. It's on everybody's phone. And all of a sudden, the company that he chose to fact, shit, fact check other people's shit is gospel. Well, that's not true. Did you see the fact remember, check that remember, popped up? Remember oxygen frequency. Remember oxygen frequency? Okay, so they they did this fact checking because they were afraid anybody who was because uh, people who were talking about COVID and mis uh, uh, spreading too much disinformation would use oxygen and frequency, right? Mm. So then scuba divers kept getting fact checked because they they have to say those words too. Yeah, because of the algorithm. So they're like, "What the hell? All these all these scuba divers are getting fact checked for talking about their oxygen and frequency in their tanks." But, but see that. So yes. that's the, that. That was funny. That was that's a meme. A, that's a computer element of that shit. Exactly. But I mean, the human element is much more devious. I think it's still the. It's essentially it's much more devious. Well, because yeah, yeah, yeah. so so for example, uh, leading up to the election, <clears throat> I saw a thing. Uh, somebody posted something. Never forget that Joe Biden said this, and he showed a picture of Joe Biden putting his finger in some dude's face. And the quote was like, I don't fucking work for you or some shit like that, right? Whatever Joe Biden said to that blue-collar guy. And if you guys recall, I remember this actually happening. I saw a fucking video clip. I remember exactly what he said. Well, yeah, I think he was... They had, they had like two altercations where fucking the guy came first and he's like, are you going to take my guns? And he's like, I'm not going to take your guns. He's like, you're full of shit, man, or something like that. Joe Biden does. Angry old man. And then the other time he's like, the guy's like, comes back and he's like, Hey man, you work for me, and Joe Biden's like, I don't work for you, asshole, or something like that, right? And and so this is what happened. I remember here it is, right here. I'm gonna play it. All right. He says you're full of shit. Joe Biden says you're full of shit. Guardian News. AR fourteens. <laughs> All right, that's that's good. That's the part. So the first thing he said, he's like, "You're full of shit," and the second thing he said was, "You work for me, man." He said, "I don't work for you, man." Right? Anyway, so. It showed the part where Biden's pointing in his face and he's saying, like, you're full of shit. And then that was the meme, right? Right underneath Facebook said, this is this is missing context. It's it's not completely true. It's missing context. So then under, I clicked it because I'm curious. I was like, I remember this happening. How is this missing context? 
And it goes over literally just the clip you said. It tell, lays out what happened. The reason it said it's missing context is because the photo in the meme and the caption didn't match up. The part where he said, you're full of shit, he wasn't pointing in the guy's face. He's pointing in the guy's face when he said, I don't work for you. And so because Joe Biden said all these things, he was in the guy's face. But at that exact moment when he was pointing, that wasn't the exact time that he said that particular thing. And therefore, it was missing fucking uh, 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 context. That's like that's devious. That's very devious. There's, that's so full of shit because half the time people won't click it. Half the time, people will just see that and be like, oh, it's fact check false. They're those fucking dirty Republicans again, right? So th- that's my that's what I'm saying. Like, the fucking people that are writing these articles about this shit that are researching and fact checking, far more devious than the fucking algorithms. Yeah, absolutely. And let's end this by saying Biden is against guns. Oh, yeah. I mean, I yeah. don't know how you can be... I don't... Pro pro gun or not, that is just a fact. Biden is taking steps and implementing plans that yeah. I, I think if you voted for Biden, you know that. Yeah, of course you know that. That's the whole point. For for people to say, and he's not against guns. He's he's not going to try to do something crazy by adding a gun ammo tax or anything of that sort. Uh, that's pretty dishon- dishonest, right? On your part, I think I think the feds should just stay away from the gun thing, man. That's all we're just saying. Is most that most of this country, you know, why you're voting for him? Because yeah, he's going to be a tougher on guns. Yeah, most of this country say, is, yeah. is fucking wilderness. Like there's literal fucking bears and shit busting your house. You, you you need a gun if you live not in a city. Okay, and that's that's it. We'll <laughs> keep it as that. It's a very strong way. I, I guess I'm pro gun. Look at that. No, I'm, but I'm of, pro, but I'm pro we, fucking rights, man. Fuck no, this shit. No, no, but I mean, we talk about on this podcast. I mean, people, the, people who listen to this podcast know that we talk about Celsius, um, uh, uh, autonomy and uh, individualism. Well, no, no, no. Um, self sufficiency, the cynic term. Self sufficiency. So I think people should know that by now. And if you don't agree with that, fine. So now, fuck that. You need to agree with me. <laughs> you need to agree with I'm me. Sorry. Okay. Well, anyway, fucking read a book. All right. Plug the shit. Peace out. Deal. At oh, wine. Jar- nope. At wine jar cynics on all social media. For Here's now. For now. For now. For now.